Here's to the ones who followed their small business dreams. The builders, the makers, the movers and shakers. The ones who are bold enough to stand by what they know or leave it all behind for something new. For 30 years and counting, these believers have found a home online with a .NET domain name. To them, we say thank you. And to you, we say keep pushing, keep fighting, keep dreaming up. Realize your big idea and find your .NET. Visit keepdreamingup.net. Welcome to Locked on Grizzlies uh, as we close out this week, second edition of the show this week. Of course, I hope a lot of you had a chance to listen to my conversation with Keith Parrish earlier in the week. And now since we talked, uh, a couple of interesting little developments have occurred. We'll talk about them coming up and start to take a look at where the roster stands right about now for the Grizzlies. All of that brought to you by our friends at Outdoors Inc. and SeatGeek. Of course, SeatGeek can make it so easy for you. All you've got to do, and it's so simple, if you're looking for tickets for shows, you're looking for tickets for events, you're looking for tickets for concerts, you're looking for tickets for sports, you're looking for tickets for anything that is at some kind of in a building or arena, something like that, it's super easy to do. Just look on SeatGeek. Download the app. It is absolutely free in the App Store for whatever you've got, Android, iPhone. That's where you start. Get the app. Search for those tickets, and SeatGeek does all the hard work for you, so you don't have to do any of it. All you do is search for the ticket, search for the venue, and you will be able to see right there whether you've got a ticket that's good, a seat that's good, good value, because it'll be pretty visible right there. It'll say uh, a little green circle indicates, hey, that's a good seat at a good price. You could see the seating chart. You know exactly where it's going to be. They look across all the sites so that you don't have to. It saves you time. And it saves you money. And how about this? I could save you $20 off your SeatGeek purchase. Use the promo code LONBA in that uh, promo code section. You'll, you'll see it on the side. It'll say settings and enter a promo code. Use the promo code LONBA and get 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. It's just that simple. Saves you time, saves you money. Why aren't you getting it right now? Everyone should have it. It's super easy. SeatGeek, search for it, get the app, use it, save some money. Well, as I mentioned, this edition of Locked on Grizzly starts with a signing, and it's one that came uh, a little bit out of the blue earlier this week when the Grizzlies signed Mario Chalmers. Rio! Another Kansas Jayhawk and another former Grizzly back in the fold. Chris Wallace rubbing his hands in glee. Chalmers signs a one-year partially guaranteed deal with the team. And when you hear one-year partial guarantee, those of you that are longtime fans of the NBA and Grizzlies will think training camp deal. That's what those typically sound like. And for the most part, you see them with a lot of those guys where um, they'll get like a you know guarantee, a little higher than normal guarantee even, to kind of keep a guy around and often you'll You'll see the team kind of funnel him in, then into their organization and into their D-League team, not necessarily with an official contract, but uh, you know maybe you give him a little extra, um, little extra bit, and, and you can control. If, if the guy is one of the last three cut from your training camp roster, you can control uh, to some extent where they go in the D-League. Uh, you can control a little bit of their D-League assignment, at least within the organization that they, they report to, not so much you know, where they go after that because you don't have them signed to an official deal. But that's usually what you see from these kind of one-year partial guarantees. Give a guy a little extra money, 
funnel him into your organization and hope that you can develop him a little bit. Maybe you'll need him down the line. That's happened a few times, uh, not just with the Grizzlies, but the Heat. They did that famously with Briante Weber, kind of ended up coming back to bite him a little bit when the Grizzlies picked him up first, but that's the plan. Now, as far as Mario Chalmers goes, you know, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know, uh, and I still haven't seen anything on the actual guaranteed date of the deal. So that obviously would, you know, factor in to how, how you feel about it. That's kind of my thought right out of the gate is, like, you know, there's been a lot of reaction from Grizzly fans around the NBA, all that stuff. And, I mean, and it's nice to see, uh, on the one hand, it's nice to see the return of Mario Chalmers, you know, the Grizzlies' best backup point guard probably ever, which is, you know, not a real deep roster there. But it's nice to see him come back, uh, and it's nice to see him back in in, in the NBA. So, I mean, you you, know, you got to feel for the guy that went through an unbelievable Achilles tear, 18-month uh, rehab, all that stuff. And, you know, who knows what he's going to be like. You know, there are two big questions. Number one, what can he actually do uh, on the court for a guy that hasn't played? You know, he tried out uh, last year at various points. He worked out for the Cavs. He worked out for the Pelicans. Maybe more. But those are two I know, and uh, neither one picked him up. So he obviously wasn't um, wasn't ready at that point. What does he have now? Uh, you don't know. And so I, I can't really judge the signing at that point. I don't know. Also, the guarantee. Yeah, I would think because of Mario Chalmers' service, uh, you can look at this a couple different ways. I mean, I can't imagine that Chalmers has fallen to the point, even with the injury, I can't imagine that he would have fallen to the point where this is just a camp invite kind of thing. Um, I just don't I don't I don't see that from him. I don't see the Grizzlies going through all of this if they didn't think that there was something more to it than that. It seems like a big distraction for a guy that might not even make the roster. And I think it to me it feels like they would make this signing based on expecting him to to make the roster. And so you know, if that's the case, then the guarantee date is probably later on. If it's not, if it's just a training camp and, you know, one of those deals, then obviously they don't have as high an opinion. But I can't imagine they'd go through all of this just for that risk. That seems uh, would that seems like it'd be foolish and pointless, really. So if, if you think that he's relatively healthy and you think that he's going to make the, the roster, then that's 15. That's 15. That's the whole roster. Remember, those two-way contracts that we're talking about that can that can bring the roster up to 17, those are essentially glorified D-League guys that would be called up. And yeah, I know it's supposed to be the G-League. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet, guys. That's a, that's a big marketing push for the Gatorade people. They're not paying me. So give me a second to get into the G-League mode. It's still the D-League. It's always the D-League to me, baby. So they're glorified D-League guys. And they will get a little more money and uh, they will have an opportunity to go up to the NBA for 45 days and be added to the roster as 16th, 17th players. But those are the only spots that you can do that with. It's not like the roster is now 17. It doesn't work that way. So now with the Grizzlies at 15, then, and, and still no Jermichael Green, by the way. That does not count Jermichael Green, who you can assume pretty safely is going to be on this roster next year. So what do you do? Where do you go from here? Because that's really the question. I mean, you know, signing Mario Chalmers, it's really impossible to judge 
the signing it seems a little risky to me but again with the role of a guy who's you know trying to get that third point guard spot I, I don't I don't think there's there's you know I don't think there's a whole lot to discuss yet with regard to Chalmers but what it does mean is well there are two things first of all it means if I'm Wade Baldwin I am certainly looking over my shoulder I am waiting for that phone call that I've been traded or I'm going to be getting very accustomed to playing for the Memphis Hustle. This does not bode well coming when it came. And I think the Grizzlies were going to use Summer League as an, uh, kind of a, a good feeling out process of where Baldwin in particular stood. And you know, having seen what they, they saw, they said, look, we, we got to do something. So to me, that doesn't bode especially well for Wade Baldwin. I know we talked earlier in the week with Keith Parrish, and you know I was not as impressed with Baldwin's um, summer. Keith was a little more open to the idea that maybe he got better, and I guess he did sort of get better, but still a long, long way from being what you would consider a productive guy and someone you could count on to be productive in the regular season on a consistent basis. The Grizzlies obviously felt the same way, so they go out and they make a signing. That's very much a vote of no confidence in Wade Baldwin. What it also means is that something else is going to have to happen roster-wise to open up that spot for uh, Jermichael Green at least. And really, they need to balance the roster out. I mean, there, there, are, there are a lot of uh, potential point guards, ball handler types, uh, wings, and, and wings of varying quality, bigs not really well represented and you know unless you're going to play super small change up the style a little bit then you you, you need some help you, you can't go into a season with Marcus Gasol Deontay Davis Jarrell Martin Brandon Wright who is not you know especially happy with the way things have gone it, with those as your listed bigs at the moment and you could throw Jermichael Green in the mix that's still not really enough um, because of the guys that you're talking about. I mean, they're, they're, you know, you don't know. Deontay is a long way away based on what happened in Summer League. He he certainly doesn't look like he's ready to be a full-time contributor, a guy that you can count on to play, you know, 15, 20 minutes a night. Um, Jarrell, I, I, I just don't see anything in Jarrell. So, yeah, you've got Mark. You've got Jamichael. You've got Brandon Wright, who, again, is very much a trade candidate. Just a lot of uncertainty at that position and uh, a lot of uncertainty up and down the roster. Do you look around and try to find a team that has a trade exception? Talking with uh, Mason Ginsburg, who covers the the Pelicans, he was talking about uh, the idea of maybe acquiring Troy Daniels for their trade exception. They've got a $3.6 million trade exception that they're sitting on. Uh, that would be one way to clear up a roster spot, and it's true that Troy Daniels uh, doesn't really have the faith of David uh, Fisdale. At least he didn't last year to any major degree. He was very much pigeonholed as the break glass in case of emergency shooter type guy. And, um, you know, I, I could see him as a candidate to, to be moved. Uh, you, you would lose some shooting for sure, but I, I don't know how much you're going to see Troy Daniels play in, in, an, in an everyday type situation. That would make some sense. The fabled two-for-one that we have all talked about 
at, at some point, you know, that they've got to be able to trade two guys for one. They've got to be able to open up that roster spot. If you look around the league, there's just not a lot of teams that have, you know, open roster spots that would be willing to do something like that. That, that, that deal is harder to actually put together than it is to sort of think about. It's easy to say, oh, you can trade those two guys for it doesn't It doesn't usually work that way. And the guys that the Grizzlies have are not so valuable that teams are going to cut guaranteed contracts or stretch them in order to make that happen. You go up and down the Grizzlies roster in terms of their assets. We talked about this a while ago. I don't, I don't just, there's just not much there. They, they might have the worst set of trade assets in the league um, because they're just unproven young guys or proven mediocre guys. Uh, you know, apart from Mike and Mark, and you know, as of now, there's no indication that those guys are, you know, on the move. I, I don't know what you can get for you know, Brandon Wright. I don't know what you can you could get for Jarrell Martin. I don't know what you get for Wade Baldwin. Really, I mean, I, I think they'd be willing to move him. I don't know what you get for him uh, at this point because of you know, what they they just haven't proven anything and, and don't necessarily look like they're going to to prove anything. Would you really bet big money on Wade Baldwin turning into a star at this stage? I I wouldn't. I wouldn't if I were you. Um, so those are that's kind of the thing that, that goes through your mind now. You know, with with the signing of Chalmers, the the roster outside of Mike and Mark, and and again, frankly, you know, Mike Conley, Marcus All, both guys have their own set of injury issues. Mike Conley's had his own set of issues this whole week, but that's a different story for a different day. But. Mike and Mark have had injury issues. They were remarkably healthy for the most part last year, particularly Mark. Mike had the one stretch with a broken back, but he came back and was was pretty much good to go after a couple weeks. Um, that was it. The, but those two guys, you feel pretty sure about what they can do in their talent level at least. You hope they can stay healthy. The rest of the roster, I mean, you could go up and down the list the rest of the the guys, the other 13 players, have questions about either A, their ability to play in the NBA at the role that they're being asked to play, or B, their injury history, or C, both. And it's you can you can go and you can look at it yourself. You've got Tyreek Evans. Grizzlies just signed. He's got he's had you know knee surgeries, three knee surgeries in the last eighteen months or so. Andrew Harrison does. I mean, serious questions about his ability to be the consistent backup point guard or even the third point guard, even though he played uh, well in spurts last year and probably exceeded what were very low expectations. Wade Baldwin. We just got done talking about. You have no idea what to expect from him, but you can't really expect uh, a whole lot of great stuff or even good stuff at this stage. Ben McLemore, you go and sign him. Major questions about the role that he's going to be playing and what can he actually do it, what's it going to be, and and how much can he give you. Wayne Selden, great summer league, but how does that translate to the actual games? And, you know, he didn't play much, looked okay and when he played in the regular season and in the playoffs showed some defensive prowess which was nice um but long way from being able to count on him as a consistent you know backup uh swing man so those are you kind of your wings 
at this point. We talked about Troy Daniels and you know his role in the NBA. He's not a guy that you can count on to play a major role because of the defensive frailties. James Ennis is probably the closest thing to a sure thing that that you've got, and and he you know went through several slumps last year. A lot of it because of the, the situation with Chandler Parsons and and all of that. Chandler Parsons, I mean, it goes without saying what you're dealing with in terms of Chandler Parsons. I mean, you talk about questions right there. Huge, massive questions uh, about about him. Roddy Zagarats, no idea what he's going to do in the actual, if he's even going to play. He is on the roster, though, and he does count as one of the 15, but no idea whether he's actually going to play or or give you you know much of anything because you just you just don't know. Um, Deontay, we talked about Deontay. Looked good in spurts last year, but again only in spurts, and then took a step back in summer league. Looked too big and uh, looked like he lost some of that uh, energy, that athleticism, that sizzle. So we'll see if that's back, but some questions about him and his ability to take on an expanded role. Jarrell Martin, we discussed, major issues there. Uh, Brandon Wright, again, a guy who was not happy with the role that he played and doesn't seem to have the confidence of the coaching staff when it comes to playing a bigger role because of what he can do. He certainly is, is a very talented guy within the relatively small framework of the stuff that he does exceptionally well. But that's that's really uh, about it. That's the that's the whole group. That's everybody. You know that that roster, and we'll talk more about it in the coming weeks. But to me, that roster is not. Um, there's there's big questions. I mean, there's big questions all over that roster, and I, I, that doesn't look like a playoff roster to me. It doesn't sound like a playoff roster to me. You're hoping that some of these guys can exceed expectations. You're hoping that the injury-prone guys can stay healthy. You're hoping that some fortunes will change. Uh, you're hoping for a lot of things. But hope doesn't really mix in with a Western Conference that's got a lot of truly solid, proven performers. Hope only gets you so far. Not all these guys are going to be able to expand their roles and play them. Not all will fail. There will be some mixture. But there's a lot of risk involved at this point. So I would say my prediction is that there will be at least one and probably, I'll go so far as to say I think there will be probably a couple trades to equalize this thing out. And I'm not even going to speculate as to what they could be. Only to say that I don't think they involve you know Mike Mark anything like that, but they they I think they've they're going to do something they have to um, to not only to bring in Jermichael Green for that other roster spot but also to to find a little more solidity with this group and I think they'll do that. Um, what that is though, uh, that that I don't know that I don't know because they they could go in a lot of different directions. There's a lot of guys that are kind of the same level. And depending on what the Grizzlies can get, depending on what their value is around the league, then that would obviously affect uh, everything that, that, that you do. Uh, also, not really mentioned in this situation, the two uh, rookies from the Grizzlies, Ivan Rabb, Dylan Brooks. We talked about Brooks in Summer League, and he looked good. But Ivan Rabb has been the subject of a lot of speculation 
rumor, innuendo, et cetera, et cetera, that uh, he's unhappy, that the Grizzlies are concerned about the ankle injury, that uh, contractually they're having difficulty figuring something out, which makes sense, again, because the Grizzlies don't have a spot for him at the moment. And uh, I can't really envision them, I mean, can open up a couple spots, sure, but uh, at this point that's that's not happening. And so they don't really have much to offer him. They don't have anything to offer him right now. And, you know, word is that they want to try to give him a two-way deal. I don't know if that's true or not, um, but if that's the case, you know, his agent is Aaron Goodwin, um, and that that's not going to work. He's been around, and Chris Wallace has negotiated deals with him before. They would know that that's probably um, that's a non-starter. That's not even going to get discussed. Guys that are signing two-way deals right now, not they're not second-round picks in general, and particularly not high second-round picks. So you take Rab there, you you expect to give him a Deontay Davis type deal because he's drafted, or or at least a Rade deal because he was drafted in thirty five, just like Rade was a year ago, and Rade got when when he signed this deal. This deal is for him a uh, three year deal, but it's uh, really a two year deal because that's what the guarantee portion is. Two years, two point three million. Grizzlies do have a, a team option on that third year. That's that's a long way from a two-way contract. So if that's what they're really asking for, if that's what they're thinking, then it's going to be a very acrimonious discussion with Rab and with with Brooks. I, I you know I think you know maybe he'd be more open to a two-way deal, but again that's not the norm at this point and. You know, I, I don't I don't know that that was not the intention, as was stated by Chris Wallace on draft night. It's not the intention to bring those guys in as two way players. So. How do you open up all those spots that would open up three spots if you're signing those guys? So can't I, I, I those that's that's a challenge. I mean, it's not impossible. You could do a number of different moves to make it happen, but that's that's tricky. And. The the more we would know about this Rab situation, the better. From an actual, from like you know some of the parties involved, that'd be nice. Um, and then you know, frankly, the the contract and the the cap situation for the Grizzlies right now to to get a little resolution on what this roster is going to look like would be very helpful. Uh, additionally, uh, whether that's forthcoming or not, that remains to be seen. The Grizzlies typically will go radio silent here for a while, uh, although I would expect them to have one press conference at least to introduce the, the their signings uh, because they've they've made quite a few and have not yet introduced them officially. So I suspect that we'll at least get a crack at them question-wise uh, during that that setting. But then after that, they may go uh, you know completely off the grid for for a little while. So we'll see. We'll see. I I, I have my doubts about this group right now. But, again, things can, and I suspect they will change. And when they do, we'll, we'll reassess from there. One thing that hasn't changed uh, around Memphis is Outdoors, Inc. Since 1974, they have been powering, powering your recreation around the area. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? It's, it's hot. 
it is hot. So I suggest finding a place, get in some water. How about going kayaking? You can get all your gear set up with Outdoors Inc. You want to do some hiking? Great. They got shoes. They'll take care of it. They got the all the clothes that you're going to need, all the equipment that you're going to need. Uh, if you're going to plan to do a little rappelling or do a little rock climbing, you need some gear. They got you covered there. Basically, whatever you want, whatever you do outside, they got you covered. And got great people that work there, too, and so many experienced folks. Since they've been doing this since 1974, a lot of their employees have been doing it for decades and helping folks and love to help you. Love to help you, walk you through it. Because people can go on the internet and look at all kinds of stuff, but the truth is you can't try it on instantly when you're there. You can't see how that shoe is going to fit on your foot. You can't see the difference one after the other without being there. And really, you can't get the, the consultation to ask the question uh, about this particular product or about how it's going to be used or whatever. You can't get that consultation on the web. you got to have that from the great folks in person at Outdoors, Inc. They've got five great area locations, one in Jackson as well. And online, how about this? I could save you some money. 10% off your cart if you use the promo code L-O-Grizzlies. That's the promo code L-O-Grizzlies. Use that promo code and you will save yourself some money. I would uh, appreciate you doing it, but more importantly, you're going to appreciate it because you're going to save the money. Save 10% off your cart, and you're going to get some great gear from the great folks at Outdoors, Inc. Take advantage of their experience to help your experience at Outdoors, Inc. All right, got to say goodbye to this edition of uh, Locked on Grizzlies. Back with more next week as uh, hopefully we start to see some resolution to this Jermichael Green thing, although I think that's going to stretch out for a while yet. Start to look at the roster and figure out uh, where and what and how the the Grizzlies are going to be able to make things uh, a little bit better. So all of that is uh, on the way next week. Thanks, as always, for downloading. Thank you for listening. If you want to uh, drop off a review, that would be great. Hopefully a five-star review, that would be wonderful. I would appreciate that tremendously. Uh, and uh, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, do so. I'm at Peter Edmiston. Would love to hear from you. So please go ahead and do that. In the meantime, have yourself a uh, great day, great weekend, and we'll talk next week here on Locked on Grizzlies. With the holidays around the corner, now's your chance to save time and money at Safeway Stock Up Sale. Plus, earn four times gas reward points on participating items. Look for tags on items like Honey Nut Cheerios. Select varieties are four for eight dollars with your club card. And select varieties of Betty Crocker Cake Mix, Brownie Mix, or Frosting are ten for ten dollars with your club card. Maximum gas reward at participating Sunoco stations is twenty cents per gallon and one dollar per gallon at Safeway stations in a single fill of up to twenty-five gallons. Other restrictions, limitations, and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to Safeway.com.